Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. For those of you that do not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. These calls happen Monday through Friday, and if you ever miss these calls, you can pick them up on an application called SoundCloud, or where you get your podcast by putting in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and either TR90 or Frank Lomas, and Solutions, the digit four, all pushed together as one word. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, if you dial into 712-775-8972, you can catch us live. And when it prompts for the code, put in 910022, and we would be thrilled to have you along with us. For those of you that do not know who I, who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. And... Um, I come to you with an education background, but a huge interest in health and nutrition and exercise. Going back to when I was in high school, which has been more than 45 years since I was in high school, partially because I had grandparents that had not good health and I didn't want to travel down either of the... um, health paths that they were traveling down, and with that, um, I just, I've really been diving into it because I wanted to avoid having adult onset diabetes and heart disease, and some of that's hereditary and some of it's not, and so realizing that the choices we make in life make a huge difference in our lives. So when you're first starting out with that TR90 program, It is your one lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best. If you're not able to do that, do take them with your meals. It still works. It's just not as super effective as it would be if you could take it beforehand. With that being said... um, Getting seven-plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you um, macronutrients. It will give you micronutrients, and they will give you fiber. That fiber helps in two ways, one of which is satiety or that feeling of fullness. And the other way it helps is by um, working in in your digestive tract for good digestive health. Guys need 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber daily for the same reason. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. And it can be whatever you want. It can be more than that, but at least that minimum of 30 minutes a day for at least five days a week. If you're exercising heavily, you will need to make sure you're staying well hydrated. And the base level for hydration is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking a minimum of 50 ounces of water. And then increasing uh, it 
you're exercising heavily or if you're in a humid area. Um, that hydration is it's really key. It helps keep you healthy. Now, and it clears out toxins. That's a whole wonderful group of things. With that being said, you also need to be looking at... Um, Let's see, what was I going to say? Oh, that hydration is really important. So, like I said, that one ounce for two pounds, that's your baseline. If you're in a humid area or if you're exercising heavily, you could lose up to a quart of body moisture in an hour. So do make sure that you're staying, staying well hydrated through warm summer months. One of my personal recommendations is to get seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. That actually helps you in a multitude of ways. It clears out toxins while you're sleeping. It helps um, store memories. It helps your body repair itself while you're sleeping. It, it just does a bunch of wonderful, really great things. And it sets your brain up for making good decisions for the next couple of days. If you start getting not enough sleep, it's like you're, uh, you've been drinking alcohol and you start making poor choices. And so it's really important to get that really good quality sleep because it will help keep you good and healthy. Now, with that being said, <clears throat> I am sharing some information today with you out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D., and Kathy Matthews, and I keep coming back to this book because it just has a wealth of information, and they go into some of the science that's behind the TR90 program, but it's also um, things that really are in good support of the TR90 program. <clears throat> and today's topic happens to be wild salmon, and why you should be including wild salmon as part of your TR90 journey. So wild salmon is a source of marine-derived omega-3 fatty acids, B vitamins, calcium when it's canned with the bones, selenium, vitamin D, potassium, protein, and carotenoids. Sidekicks to the wild salmon are your Alaskan halibut, your canned albacore tuna, sardines, herring, trout, sea bass, oysters, and clams. Try to eat three to four ounces at least two to four times a week. Salmon has received a great deal of attention lately because of its health-promoting benefits. It is recognized as a superfood, and research continues to highlight the wisdom of including salmon and its sidekicks routinely in your diet. While salmon is rich in protein, B vitamins, potassium, and other minerals, important minerals, it's the ample supply of omega-3 fatty acids that make it such a standout among health-promoting foods. The story of omega-3 fatty acids in the diet is an interesting one. First, a little, very simplified chemistry. There are two fatty acids, essential because the body can't manufacture them and must rely on dietary supplies that are vital to health. They are omega-3 fatty acids and omega-6 fatty acids. 
Both of these fatty acids are similar enough in molecular structure that they compete for entry into the cell membranes around each cell in our body. <clears throat> Excuse me. I seem to have a frog in my throat today. Once upon a time, there was, about a century ago, Americans got a significant percentage of their dietary fat from free-range animals. This source of fat had high levels of omega-3 fatty acids. A century later, two important changes in our diets have resulted in a dramatic shift in our essential fatty acid balance. Our meats are much lower in omega-3 fatty acids. Since these animals are no longer primarily free-range, their diets are now rich in omega-6s and thus so are the meats they produce. Moreover, our packaged foods are high in omega-6 fatty acids due to the increasing use of corn, safflower, cottonseed, and sunflower seed oils that are used to produce them. The end result of these two critical changes is that crucial health-promoting omega-3 fatty acids have been crowded out of our diet. Researchers speculate that due to this gradual change in the source of fatty acids, the effect on both our mental and physical health could be seismic. For one thing, the body relies on a rich source of omega-3 to build flexible, efficient cell membranes. A cell membrane that is deficient in omega-3s will function poorly and will put you at risk for a host of diseases, including stroke, heart attack, cardiac arrhythmias, some forms of cancer, insulin resistance, asthma, hypertension, age-related macular degeneration, chronic obstructive lung disease, or COPE, and, oh, I think that's supposed to be COPD, sorry about that, and autoimmune disorders, attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder, depression as well. Dr. William S. Harris said, has said, in terms of its potential impact on health in the Western world, the omega-3 story may someday be viewed as one of the most important in the history of modern nutritional science. There's little doubt that if you want to preserve your health, you should include increasing amounts of food sources of omega-3 fatty acids in your diet, while at the same time decreasing your intake of omega-6s. Increasing your intake of omega-3s can play an important role in promoting cardiovascular health. Omega-3 fatty acids promote the production of anti-inflammatory hormone-like substances known as prostaglastins. These prevent platelets from sticking together and thus promoting blood flow. Omega-3s also improve the ratio of the good to bad cholesterol and lower triglycerides. Another form of fat that may be more dangerous than the elevated cholesterol. The omega-3s also stabilize your heartbeat, thus preventing cardiac arrhythmias that can lead to sudden death. So here are a few tips for increasing your intake of omega-3 fatty acids. Use omega-3 enriched eggs such as Eggland's Best, Christopher Eggs, or Country Hen Eggs. 
Cook with canola oil instead of, or rather than corn or safflower oil. Eat walnuts and soy nuts, pecans and pumpkin seeds. Sprinkle wheat germ and or ground flaxseed on cereal and yogurt and add a teaspoon or two when baking. Eat salmon or its sidekicks two to four times a week. Look for salad dressings that contain some soybean or canola oil. Use walnut oil in homemade salad dressings. Add ground flaxseed while baking muffins, breads, and pancakes. Avoid processed foods including packaged cakes, cookies, and baked goods. Omega-3s are important players in the effort to reduce elevated blood pressure. Evidence has shown that the more omega-3 fatty acids you consume, the lower your blood pressure. So this should be reason enough to make fish a regular part of your diet. Salmon and its sidekicks also promote heart health with, by possibly lowering the risk for atrial fibrillation, one of the more common types of heart arrhythmias. In a 12-year study of over 4,815 people over the age of 65, it was found that eating canned tuna or other broiled or baked, not fried fish, to one to four times a week yielded a 28% lower risk of atrial fibrillation. Those who ate even more fish five times weekly enjoyed a reduced risk of 31%. Finally, in terms of cardiovascular health, a meta-analysis of eight studies found that the risk of a schismic stroke, the type caused by the lack of blood to the brain, dropped in inverse relationship to fish consumption. Those who ate the most fish enjoyed the most reduced risk. Eating fish five times a week yielded a 31% reduced risk of ischemic stroke. And I think I'm going to stop there for today because we're almost at the end of the time for today. If you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live, at the top of the hour, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business and what is going on in the new skin world. With that, this is Susan Mann for June 15, 2023, signing out. I'm going to take this off mute so you can share any thoughts or comments you may have. And tomorrow we'll continue with more about wild salmon and why we should be including it into our diet. And if you get a chance to exercise outdoor to get some extra uh, nature uh, endorphins, so much the better. Have a great day. So I hope you guys found that interesting because I always try to bring things that are interesting that it's going to help support our TR90 lifestyle. And absolutely thrilled that you were able to join me this morning. Since there doesn't seem to be any thoughts or comments, I'm going to stop the recording and we will I'll let you go to get your day off to a fabulous start.